Hi, I'm Chris, creator of Subwaygram, an ongoing Instagram feed of subway riders just published by Daylight Books. And I'm Sarah, creator of Sounds of New York City, a storytelling project that highlights voices and stories of New York, benefiting the 92NY. And we're excited to partner up for a special holiday Sounds of New York City miniseries. Hi, my name is Aaron Morrison. I'm a journalist, and I've written a special story for the Sounds of NYC's holiday collaboration with Subwaygram. I first celebrated New Year's Eve in New York City in 2009. Not at a bar, not in someone's home, not in one of those overpriced club experiences. Times Square, the famous ball drop, the thing I'd watched on TV for most of the first 23 years of my life. After spending the summer interning for a newswire in Baltimore, I decided to move to the Big Apple with no real prospect of a full-time job in journalism and few close friends nearby. I had been subletting a room in a two-bedroom apartment in Harlem since August of that year. And in hindsight, it hadn't been the warmest of welcomes to the city, but I was where I dreamt of living since I was a teenager. So celebrations were in order. My two younger sisters flew in from California. After I clocked out of my shift at a Soho fast fashion retailer, I joined my siblings near Times Square and crossed the security perimeter. We arrived at 8 p.m. Four hours of waiting to count down from 10 at the top of our lungs didn't seem so daunting. We were dressed warmly enough, we thought. A New York One news forecaster warned that the night's temperatures would hover around the freezing mark. Conditions oscillated between light snow, freezing rain, and ice fog. And whatever ice fog is, I never want to feel it again. Our excited anticipation of the Times Square ball drop wore off at about 10 p.m. Impromptu conga line dances with strangers warmed us up a bit, but our numbed fingers and toes wouldn't join the party. By 11.30 p.m., we found a second win. The music grew louder, the flagpole bearing the Times Square ball shimmer. We were ready. 10, nine, eight, seven. We put on our festive party glasses, which were shaped like the numbers of the coming year. We could see through the zeros in 2010. Six, five, four. I pulled my sisters in close for a selfie. Three, two, one. Confetti fell from everywhere we could see. We forgot we were cold. We forgot how damp our clothes and shoes were. It must have been pure adrenaline, an exuberance that we couldn't have anticipated. For a moment, our dedication, our commitment, our patience, all seemed worth it. We left Times Square and boarded a two train back to Harlem. That train ride was both ordinary and consequential. When I exited the train, I was beginning my first full calendar year of residency in New York City. A young adult chasing a career in a place where it's easier to fail spectacularly than to succeed tepidly. Just a few months into the new year, I found full-time work as a reporter. And every year after that, right around New Year's Eve, I marked a net growth in my budding career. I could celebrate what was behind me and anticipate what might lie ahead. In one year, I was writing stories from the United Nations in New York City. The next year, I was on a UN fellowship in the Middle East. In the years after, I was traveling the US and writing about my generation's racial justice movement. And this year, 
I spent nearly a month in Beijing covering the Winter Olympic Games. Commitment, dedication, and patience. Through uncertainty, discomfort, and doubt. Accomplishment, growth, and promise. It's all worth celebrating. Especially in a city that throws a New Year's Eve party so big that while you're in it, even just for a moment, you forget to care about what it cost you to be there. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more.